This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 076, Shine a Little Love. Shine a Little Love is the first track on Discovery. In the liner notes for the 2000 box set Flashback, Jeff Lynne wrote, A sort of disco beat that I'd almost used before on Sweet Talkin' Woman. In the liner notes for the 2001 remaster of Discovery, Jeff wrote, Quite a lot of things going on. 40-piece string section and all. It's very jolly and bouncy, and I must have been in a very good mood when I wrote it. In the March 3rd, 2006 issue of Guitar and Bass, Kelly Grokett said, I had lots of freedom, unless something specific was needed in particular places. Quite a few of my own ideas stand out. Shine a little love is one. At the 411 mark, the backing vocals sing ELO. The intro to the album is actually a choir singing a few lines from the Johann Brahms German folk song Die Blumenlein sie schaffen. In English, that's the little flowers they sleep. Aside from keyboards and other tinkly things laid on top of it, the choir got its spooky sound by slowing the recording down, adding a bit of distortion, and playing it backwards. Shine a Little Love was sampled by Love Freaks in 1989 for their song Shine. In May 2007, Starlight Day used it in Australian commercials. Look, it's so bright you can I... see through my hand. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And I am not a fan of disco. I never have been. There are a few disco songs that I do like. Uh, Shadow Dancing, Couple by Chic, Boogie Oogie Oogie. I like those. But I thought maybe as time went on and I admitted, okay, I, there are some disco songs that I like. Maybe disco wasn't so bad. But the last year and a half, I've been collecting American Top 40 shows from 1978 to 1983. And last year, I listened to all the shows from 1979 because the air dates line up with the same day as in 1979 as they did in 2018. So I heard a lot of 1979 disco. Over the summer, 20 songs in the top 40 were disco. And I was right when I was nine. Disco sucks. There was a lot of bad, bad, crappy, manufactured, what was it Johnny Fever called it? Synth droid disco music droids synth music so yeah there was good reason for that dj in chicago to do that disco demolition day because disco yeah yeah it sucked and it still sucks but and what i'm gonna say next is really gonna give away my opinion of shine a little love so there's no point teasing it anymore one day i thought you know i think i'd like to learn how to play the bass to shine a little love so before looking up the bass tab 
I went to YouTube and looked for somebody who was playing it so I could get an idea of what I'm going to be doing. And I found a girl who played it, and I thought to myself, there is no way I am going to be able to play Shine a Little Love. Don't Bring Me Down is more my base skill level. I found respect for bass players who play disco because the way her fingers were going, that's hard to do and to keep it up for four to, in some extended mixes, 16 minutes. Not a fan of disco, but disco bass players, you, you got some skills that I shouldn't have been dissing for so long. As for the song, I love Shine a Little Love. It's a fun, perky, bouncy song. The guitar runs leading up to the chorus, I think, are neat. Listen up, people. Here's a snippet for Jill. It's just a fun, perky song, and I love it. I got, I got no complaints. For a disco song, this is one of those few disco songs that I actually love. Probably because it's not too full-on disco in a lot of cases. The beat's there, but some of the really bad cheesier parts of what entered disco is not Mm -hmm. now you mentioned the bass playing a lot of good disco was very organic originally i mean you got stuff like rock the boat with that great guitar line in it and Mm -hmm. you've got a lot of the donna summer stuff with giorgio Moroder producing it yeah i like her stuff too you got i will survive you got uh kiss with I Was Made for Loving You, actually bringing some hard rock into the disco. You got you got a lot of good disco there. But yeah, by 1979, the trend had started to really play itself out. And that's what surprises me is that Electric Light Orchestra actually did a really good job mm-hmm. of translating disco into their sound, even though they kind of did that with Evil Woman before. But they actually were kind of made for it because the best disco had the strings, had the bass playing, and it really takes an effort for a drummer to stay that much on point <laughs> yeah. through the entire thing because a disco beat it seems like to be a very simple beat. But keep in mind, in most cases, they weren't using a drum machine. They were using a drummer. They were using and people. <laughs> yes, the rhythm section. And he section. had to sit there and play right on click for the entire song. Yes, the rhythm. Same beat. The rhythm section had to work to make this thing to make a song actually work they really had to pay attention stay on it's not where you could just turn your mind off and go through the motions it's when i saw that bass playing it was like okay disco does take some talent a lot of it was crap but it still takes some talent well a lot of it was crap because it was manufactured i mean it was i mean it was a trend i mean especially after saturday night fever Mm -hmm. it was a big trend and like any big trend you get the good stuff to begin with and then (laughs) <laughs> all the hangers on all the people I mean, who... remember grunge yeah there's a big difference between nirvana and nickelback <laughs> so yeah 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 there yeah, is it, it's just like there is a big difference between say the spinners and disco duck oh god i despise disco duck it's such a stupid song exactly yeah and I know a lot of people were getting after me for liking stuff on Discovery more than Out of the Blue. I think Discovery actually is a more diverse album, even even if it's shorter. Mm-hmm. But it's because I know people still have some stigma about disco music, but they tend to forget how good it actually could be mm-hmm. when you had good production and you had good musicianship behind it. And that's what you have on Shine a Little Love. You got just a 
nice perky love song with call and response between Jeff Lynn and Kelly Groquette throughout it. And good writing. Yeah. Good chorus. I mean, some great synthesizer playing by Richard Tandy on this. It's definitely a pop song, but it's a good pop song. It's what you would want if you're listening to this type of music. It's not just another... uh, Cash grab? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, disco's popular right now. Uh, Let's do a disco song. And and you've got Patrick Hernandez or Village People. Patrick Hernandez's song, I don't mind too much. I'm surprised you picked that up. <laughs> yes. Cause yeah, I, I don't I don't mind that song. I actually have that, and I actually kind of like that one. Yeah, a friend gave it to me in 1989. I would take any record anybody would give me. It's like, okay, I don't remember this, but it's from 1979. Maybe I'll like it. And I put it on, it's like, no, I hate this. And I heard it again last year, listening to those top 40s, and I still hate this. <laughs> it was no, but what, what really disappoints me is, say, somebody like Herbie Hancock, who is a very talented jazz musician, mm-hmm. jumped onto the disco bandwagon, and yeah. Yeah. Or... It, it, it sounds like sellout. Discovery does not sound like sellout. Discovery sounds no. like a logical progression from what they were doing on New World Record and some of Out of the Blue that it gets into this. They just kind of tweaked the sound a little bit, added the beat, and mm-hmm. that's it. It's still electric light orchestra. It's not electric light, electric light, di- electrolytes, yike. <laughs> Elect- electric light disco orchestra. Electric laser disco orchestra, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. It's got electrolytes. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like Roy Orbison doing that disco song, which just yeah. screamed of desperation to get a career again in the in the 70s. No, this sounds like EOLO. This doesn't sound like EOLO selling out. This sounds like EOLO making a catchy pop record in 1979. It sounds EOLO-y. There's nothing here that screams desperation to keep the uh, hits coming and the career going. And surprisingly, it's not the better of the two... Um... I really love Shine a Little Love on My Life and really have always liked this song, mm-hmm. but it's actually not the better of the two straight-out disco songs on here, for my opinion, either. But it's still up there above most of what was around in 1979. Yes. For disco, abs a yes. I can understand why this was the bigger hit, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, when we get to that one, yeah, I'm... Yeah. Yeah. This isn't as regional specific as the other one. There was something about this song that I never ever knew until looking up the song facts for it uh, a couple days ago. A couple days ago being August 17th, by the time you people hear this. Discovery is back to an ELO album starting out with some weird things going on before it jumps into the song. Out of the Blue didn't do that. It faded in with Turn to Stone and it got right into it. I always thought it was just, ooh, spooky, sounds mystical, and you got a choir making oohs and ahs in the background. I did not know that that choir was sampled from someplace else, run backwards, slowed down, and then the keyboards and the tinkly other stuff was laid over it. I, I, I never knew that. And fortunately, the Jeff Lynn database did all the work for me of speeding it up and playing it backwards. So you can hear that sample here.
the, the purpose of the podcast, enlightening me on stuff and other people on ELO stuff I never knew after listening to them really pretty much since, uh, you know, I could listen to the radio back in the 70s. Great album opener, great single off of this album. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the standout singles they did in the 70s, too. There's not any real, really anything bad I would say about this. It's straight up stone cold fantastic. Not a bad thing can be said about this song. For me, anyway. Got something to say about Shine a Little Love? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Was it a hit or was it... Shine a Little Love was the first single from Discovery, released in the United States on the 27th of April, 1979, and in the UK on May 11, 1979. The single version cuts off the chorus opening, leaving it at 4 minutes 11 seconds. There was a 12-inch release on white vinyl, The song reached number 8 on the Billboard Hot 100, got up to number 40 on the adult contemporary charts. On Cashbox, it got up to number 7 in Record World, number 8. In the UK, it got up to the number 6 spot on the official UK singles chart. It also reached number 4 in both Canada and Ireland. Norway, getting all the way up to number 9. Australia, getting up to number 14, also reached number 14 on the Canadian adult contemporary charts number 18 on the full european charts number 10 on the netherlands dutch top 40 but the single top 100 got up to number 17 as well as getting up to number 17 in new zealand and number 16 in both south africa and spain only made it to the number 23 spot in austria and the number 21 spot in Belgium. Its lowest charting country was Germany, only making it up to number 30. The song was covered by Silver Fox in 1979, Jack Livingston Orchestra and Singers, King, Main Street Boys in 1996, Geese Fighters in 2000, David Lee Roth in 20-01, Love Freaks in 20-05, On Fire in 20-05, and The JP Project also in 20-05. If you donate to the podcast through our Patreon site, patreon.com slash ELOPod, you can get bumper stickers, produce an episode, or for just $1 per episode, $4 a month, you can hear shows a week before they're released to the world. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. Hello, this is Troy White, and it's time for A Thought From Troy. I really love this song. It sounds like the band is having fun, and their enthusiasm is contagious, so you can't help but have fun while you're listening to it. I also love Shine A Little Love because Jeff is happy, and I love Happy Jeff. Now, I love Cynical Jeff, and I love Sad Jeff, But I love Happy Jeff, too, and he's really happy on this song and throughout most of the Discovery album. Another thing I like about this song is it sort of reminds me of a march, and I always hoped that my high school marching band would do this song. But alas, they never did. In 1979, they were still performing Lawrence Welk's songs. 
In fact, I think they probably still are. Calcutta, anyone? And the one, and the two, uh, tank you, tank you, boys. A wonderful, a wonderful love. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I liked the song. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 077, Confusion. Call. Got a little that.